Yo, what is up guys? Welcome to this episode of the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kober. During this episode, I'm going to be going through some of my hot tips for getting the most out of your training sessions. Now, I've spoken about the importance of the warm-up in uh, a number of previous episodes. Uh, and one of my favorite protocols that I use is the RAMP protocol, which is raise, activate, mobilize, potentiate. What I'm going to do in today's episode is talk about some of my favorite potentiate exercises. All right, so this is basically where we're ramping up into our training session and we're replicating the energy system requirements. We're replicating the movements that we're going to be doing. We're replicating the speed of the movement, the stability requirements, strength requirements, etc., that we're doing in the main part of the training session. We're rounding out the warm up with these movements okay so some of my favorite potentiation movements are sprints jumps and throws now why i like these exercises so much is because one it gets everything fired up it sends a really fucking strong signal from the brain down to the muscles that are working to really fire as hard and as fast as possible okay so we're working through some explosive sprints jumps throws now, the second reason I like using sprints, jumps, and throws to round out my warm-up before I lead into my session is to do with the use-it-or-lose-it principle. Now, the use-it-or-lose-it principle is basically if you don't practice something, if you don't do something, you then lose the ability to do that. So, think about your grandparents. As they get older, they stop moving, they stop doing certain things, and they basically lose the ability to do that. Now, that's a good point. In my mind, it's not we stop moving when we get old, it's we get old when we stop moving. So think about wearing a cast on your arm for six weeks. Now, those muscles are going to atrophy because you're not working them. You're not taking those muscles through full range of movement. So those muscles atrophy or waste away. And what also happens is your brain disconnects that area because you're not using them. So um, it's basically your body's trying to be as efficient as possible. And if you're not doing something, you're not practicing something, it's going to start um, cutting away those skills. Now, this is the same with explosive movements. Think about, you know, how many people you know, you might be this person as well where you might go down to the beach and, you know, kick a footy around with your friends or throw a frisbee or a ball for the dog or um, do something with the kids where, you know, you, you know, maybe one of the kids is about to cross the road and you need to fucking sprint out and um, stop them or you need to react really quickly to something or you jump off the back of a truck or you jump out of a tree or you try and jump over a fucking um, a creek or something like that and you end up hurting yourself and that's because you haven't done anything explosive for a long period of time and now you're asking your body to produce a high amount of force very rapidly in an acceleration phase and also a deceleration phase where we break as well so we need to produce force and we also need to um, resist that force and stabilize at the same time so if we're not doing this stuff consistently over um, the days the weeks then again we lose the ability to do that to get everything switched on and off very quickly very rapidly and this is where injuries occur so this is a second reason, probably the biggest reason why I love using sprints, jumps and throws to round out my warm up because, you know, we want to be able to produce force rapidly in multiple directions from multiple positions as well as um, resist force rapidly from multiple positions in multiple directions. Now, ask yourself this question. If you ever find yourself in uh, 
a random situation where you require the ability to move very fucking rapidly, could you do it without hurting yourself? You know, hopefully no one ever finds themselves in this situation, but what if you find your apartment building on fire and you're on the first floor? Could you jump down to the ground and be able to land without fucking hurting yourself? If your child is about to cross a fucking busy road, would you be able to move rapidly to stop them from fucking being hit by a car without hurting yourself? Would you be able to react if there was a car or a motorbike or something like that that was out of control that was fucking hurtling towards you? Would you be able to react if you were about to get mugged, someone pulled a knife on you? Would you be able to explode and sprint away? And let's be honest, these are not situations that most people will ever find themselves in. But in my mind, if I do ever find myself in one of those situations, I want to be able to fucking rely on my ability to move rapidly to escape danger. And look, it's not just about the bad things that you could potentially escape from. You might be missing out on good things. Like I've been down to the beach and there's people playing volleyball and I'll just jump in and start playing with them and I don't need to do a warm-up because I do a lot of sprints, jumps and throws in the gym in a controlled environment. And this is the thing, you're doing these things in a controlled environment. You're organizing your body into a manner to be able to produce force, absorb force, resist force and stabilize in all positions, in a controlled environment. This makes it so much easier to be able to manipulate and control your body when you are in an uncontrolled environment. So what are my recommendations to get some sprints, jumps, and throws in? I'm going to have a look at my session. If I'm doing a lower body strength session, for example, then I'm going to go through 20 to 40 jumps, nice explosive jumps at the end of my warm-up before I go into my strength-based work. And I might do five sets of four explosive box jumps or broad jumps or single leg lateral jumps or whatever variation you uh, is suitable for you. If I'm doing an upper body strength session, then I'm going to go into some medicine ball throws where I might do some push pass. I might do some scoop toss. I might do some hip toss. I might, might do some med ball slams. Okay, again, I'm looking at 20 to 40 reps where I might do... You know, five sets of four reps, nice and explosive. Might take me 20 seconds. I rest 40 seconds. Then I go again. The goal is to produce as much force as possible in the shortest possible time. If I'm doing a full body strength session, then I might finish off with some sprints. And I might just do three to five sprints, some shuttle runs, five, 10, 15 meters, okay? Now, I'm not going fucking all out on the very first rep. I'm building into it. I might start at 70%, 80%, 90%. 100 percent boom i'm done there's my warm-up finished then i roll straight into my strength session or my endurance based work or whatever okay you don't have to dedicate a whole training session to working this power-based work just add it into your daily routine add it into the end of your warm-up and that should be your transition from your warm-up into your main body of your workout your working sets ramp up sets whatever it might be Now, if you need some help with some of these movements, I have some sprints and throws on my YouTube channel. I don't have any jumps on there as yet, but I will be putting those together in the next couple of weeks. So head on over to my YouTube channel at Performance Functional Training, and I'll have some of the uh, medball throw-based movements, power development exercises linked in the show notes. 
that's it for me today, guys. Hopefully, you got something out of this episode and let me know how you go with those sprints, jumps, and throws. My fave. Peace.